So today we're talking about belonging. It's a fundamental need that we all have to feel like we belong to something, right? As kids, we learn how to separate into cliques and clubs pretty early on so that we know who belongs to our group and who belongs to a different group. And at least in my childhood, the kids that were bullied the most often were the kids who didn't conform to any group. They were sort of outliers, and because they didn't belong in a niche group, they were teased and bullied. And of course, that experience only heightens the sense of otherness that kids face. And whether it's true or just perceived, it can very quickly begin to feel like the whole world has cast them out. I read a really interesting and sad article this week by an anonymous writer for the Washingtonian magazine, um, which is a magazine really distributed around Washington, D.C. And this mother, who was anonymous, had done everything right and then watched as her son's world collapsed around him. She had raised her son to have an open mind. She encouraged him to get to know people who were different from him. She had worked hard to remind him that he is a good and valuable part of the world. But early on in middle school, he was accused of something that turned out to be a misunderstanding. But the rumors began to fly around the school. And all of his friends stopped talking to him. The students started avoiding him in the halls. And even the teachers started to treat him as though he were a problem student. And because of all this, his grades started to fall. His joy started to diminish. The zeal for life that had, he had been known for was fading away. More and more, he started spending time, rather than in the company of other people, started spending time in online chat platform. He started participating in chat rooms that affirmed him and joined him in complaining about false accusations, and he started to find a new identity in a new and dangerous community. Over just a couple of months, her teenage son became the lead moderator for an alt-right group on Reddit and on 4chan. And he started asking to go to rallies downtown and protest on the Capitol to support white supremacy and men's rights. And this mother, who thought she had done everything right after a long time, agreed to bring her son, but stand on the outskirts to observe with him. And while they were there, standing on the outskirts of this protest, they met a man who sort of changed his life again. It was a counter-protester who was standing alone with a sign honoring the woman Heather Heyer, who you may remember, who was the one who was killed at another alt-right protest in Charlottesville. And as they were walking back to the car, this woman told her son how brave she thought that counter-protester was to stand alone on behalf of the people who had been hurt and injured by this 
horrific movement. And in that walk back, he agreed with her. And it changed her son's life. He had a new model for healthy connection, bravely standing up for what's right, even if that means you feel alone in the moment. And so later, after a year or so and some good therapy, when he was processing his descent into the alt-right movement and chat rooms and community, her son told his mother that those people that he met online were the only people who treated him like an adult. They were the only people who made him feel like he belonged and that he was valued in any way. See, belonging is incredibly important for all of us. We've all been guilty of staying in an unhealthy crowd or an unhealthy relationship for some reason. We stay in unhealthy romantic relationships too long because we we are afraid to face being alone. We stay in unhealthy friend relationships because we have some shared story that feels fragile if we walk away from it. We stay in unhealthy groups and unhealthy cliques because they make us feel like we are a part of something. But those groups aren't always healthy. And so we need a different model for community that isn't dependent on mutual anger and hatred. And I believe the church can be that place. Having a place to belong is essential for our sense of safety. And having a community to belong to is essential for our sense of identity and mental health. This is why our church's value to be a place of belonging is so critical for the world right now. This movement that we call the church is so much more than a clique or a niche group. The church is a community and a place where all people are radically welcomed and affirmed so that we can grow alongside one another. And the trick here is that every church wants to be welcoming. In fact, every church wants to be known as a church that's gracious and hospitable. In fact, it's the most common self-description that people give of their church. We're a friendly church. We're a welcoming church. And in most, case, in most cases, that statement is kind of true. They are friendly and gracious, but I think often they're kind and gracious to people who are already in them. And for people who already know that they belong, it seems obvious. Everybody's so nice to me. But it isn't obvious to everyone, which is why I think some churches struggle to connect the idea of hospitality to the practice of it. It's a challenge to be affirming and fully welcoming to people who are significantly different from us. It's weird and it's awkward to try to engage in conversation with people that you share nothing in common with. But it is so important to the health of our world. You see, in the first century, after Jesus had died and after Jesus was resurrected, the disciples, who were Jesus' closest friends, 
received the Holy Spirit, and then started creating a new kind of community. It wasn't a community just for faithful Jews, although they were welcome. It wasn't just for Roman citizens with standing in society, although they too were welcome. It wasn't for politicians or tradespeople or scholars. It was a community intentionally built for all people, those with power and without power. And the community they built in the first century was was crafted around the idea that all people, all people belong in the kingdom of God. All people need a place to belong to. Every single person needs a people to identify with in order to find stability and love. And what was unique was their shared practices. They shared every aspect of their life together. They prayed together. They learned together. They shared all of their meals together. They cared for one another in their moments of weakness and in sadness. And they worked together in their times of strength. And scripture tells us that God was adding to their number daily. You see, I think the early church made such an impact on the world because they took that kind of hospitality seriously. At the end of the day, we all crave that kind of community where we don't have to prove anything. We don't have to promise that we can do something. We just belong. The church is the only place in the world where you can be received and affirmed without having to prove your worth. Because your worth comes from the love of God, and that is it. You belong to God because God created you. And because God loves you. And because God wants you to thrive. So when we say that one of our core values as a church is that we, as a church and as a people, are a place of belonging, we mean exactly that. Any person who enters the sphere of this church should know that they are beloved and valued by this community with no qualifications. North Decatur United Methodist Church is a place of belonging. Whether you're independently wealthy or you struggle to make ends meet, you belong here. Whether you're eternally optimistic or an absolute pessimist, you are welcome and you belong here. Whether you have never met a stranger or you struggle to connect with people, you belong here. Whether you've had an easy life and things have fallen into place or every day has been a struggle, you belong here. Whether you've been sober your whole life or you're kind of nursing a hangover right now, you belong here. Whether you obsess over every detail of life, running it in circles over and over every day, or you just let life happen to you, you belong here. Whether you grew up in the church and were loved and affirmed in the church, or you never imagined you would be sitting on a pew right now, you belong here. Whether you pray 
diligently every single day, or you aren't really sure what that means, <laughs> you belong here. Whether you've experienced cruelty or privilege because of the color of your skin, you belong here. Whether you were bullied or you bullied somebody else, you belong here. And as our sign says all the time and does right now, whether you're young, old, rich, poor, gay, straight, or anything in between these poles, you belong here. <laughs> the kingdom of God is as diverse as creation itself. And our community is meant to be a reflection of that. It can be messy. It can be weird. It can be hard. But it is so life-giving. It is so beautiful. And it keeps us from unhealthy connections that threaten our sense of inclusion in the kingdom. There's no room for hate here. There's only room for love. And for hope. And I gotta be honest, I'm just grateful to worship with y'all. This is one of the few communities that works hard every day to make this a reality, for the kingdom to come into our midst, and we affirm every person. So thank you for letting me be a part of this community. And we can we'll keep getting better together, right? Thanks be to God. Amen. Um, as we transition into our 